Praise the Lord, hallelujah. What an awesome God we serve. I am so delighted. I am I am I am so happy to come across your way again. Today we'll be looking at the power of confession. Last time we talked about the power of thoughts. Uh, I have been teaching from my book, the recent my recent book called Power in Spoken Words. So I've been teaching us from there so but today we'll be looking at the power of confession the power of confession the power of confession last time it was still the power of thought so power 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 i explained what power is all about last time today i will just rush it to explain what power is all about praise the lord hallelujah father we thank you Lord, we give you praise because the entrance of your word gives life and understanding to the simple. Lord, I pray that as I share your word, I pray for illumination. I pray for understanding. Lord, I pray, O God, that the eyes of the understanding of your children will be enlightened in the name of Jesus. Let your name be glorified, Father. In Jesus' wonderful name I have prayed. Amen. The power of confession. What is power? We say power is the possession of control or the possession of influence over others. It is the ability to act or produce an effect. See, power is the right to do something. Praise God. See, power is also the right to do something. Let's take a look at 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. I will look at Luke chapter 10, 19 to 20. 2 Timothy 1 to 7 says, For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control which is also known as sound mind Luke chapter 10 from verse 19 to 20 says behold I give unto you power to tread on serpent and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you verse 20 says notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirit are subject unto you praise god but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirit are subject unto you praise the lord hallelujah what is then confession? The confession in Greek is translated as homologio. It simply means the same word. It means to say the same thing God says. Wrong confession is actually out of God's will for us. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So we are still looking at the power of confession. But first of all, Let's as well take a look at uh, 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 the mouth. God has given us the mouth. The mouth 
is actually one of the members of the body. We have the eyes, we have the nose, we have the ears, we have the mouth or the tongue. Praise God. So God has given us this for we to speak, for we to make sounds, for we to for, for us to communicate. Praise God. But what people don't understand is the mouth or the tongue which is believed to be the smallest members of the body. The tongue is given to us to speak directly, to speak the way God speaks. Okay? To, 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 to say the same thing God says concerning our lives and concerning our, uh, us as individuals. So confession has power. Whether negative confession or positive confession, there is power in your confession. So it is believed that whatever you say with your mouth, you get the result. So you hear people saying, you are what you say. Or where you are today is as a result of what you said. So words are very important. That is power in words or power in confession. So for you to to go to the next level in life, you must use your words rightly. When we confess, we call those things that be. That are not into manifestation. Whatsoever a man wants or needs in life, it must be activated by confession. Just as the saying goes that a closed mouth is actually a closed destiny. Speaking God's word is calling things to be. When your mouth is closed, it becomes proof that you are not interested in your destiny. And God ordained purpose for your life on earth. The Bible says, for it is written in Romans chapter 4, verse 17. The Bible says, for it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believes, even God who quickened the dead, and collect those things which be not as though they were. He collects those things. Now let's look at confession again. Confession, this, this, the, the aspect of confession is not the one that, that maybe somebody did something wrong and, and wants to confess what he has done and is asking for mercy. That is not the confession that I'm talking about. Like, if you check, if you if you check most Nigerian movies, you see where somebody is uh, 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 is is performing some sort of crafty witchcraft things and killing mothers, killing fathers, killing brothers, and at the end he gets arrested uh, by God. And you start confessing. 
I was the one that killed your brother. I was the one that killed your father. I, I gave him poison. No, that is not the confession that I am talking about. I am talking about what God has already done. Now, what God has done that he wants us to say. That is saying the same thing God has said. It is translated homologio in Greek. The same word, the same thing. That is what is called confession. If confession is saying the same thing God says, then many individuals or believers are guilty of wrong confessions. Wrong confession is actually out of God's will for us. While the right confession is declaring what God has planned for us. Whenever you confess, you call those things that be not into manifestation. Now, confession is repeating God's word in your life. Such as, I have good health, for example. I have money. I have children. I have properties. You should create time to confess God's word in your life. Create time to confess God's word in your life. Possibly what you are seeing now, it is contrary to the will of God. You are sick now. You can't say you are sick. That is power in confession. That is power in positive words. That is power in words. So even if you say, I am sick, there is a spiritual force that brings that sickness to stay. You may have been feeling the signs, but it has not yet manifested completely. Now, by the time you accept the fact that you are, for example, you are feeling the pain of arthritis, or you are feeling ulcer pain, and you say, I have ulcer, even if you've not gone for test, I feel ulcer pain. By the time you keep saying ulcer pain, it becomes a reality. It becomes real in your life. It, it, it manifests in your life because you have believed it, you have conceived it, you have even personalized it. I've heard some individuals say, I have headache. No! You don't have headache. Headache is not your property. Headache doesn't belong to you. If you say, I have, you are personalizing it. It is becoming yours. It is becoming your property. So some individuals, knowingly or unknowingly, use words negatively. And sometimes they forget. That, that was why I said, you are what you say. So if you say you are sick, you are sick. If you say you are poor, you are poor. If you say you are broke, you are broke. So words have power. Now, last time I talked about the power of thoughts. Then I said something like, sometimes it is what we have been thinking that we say with our mouth. No wonder the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. But today, 
we are really concentrating on the power of confession. That is to say, for you to speak positively, you must have positive thoughts. Don't believe every signal, every signal you see, you notice or see, whether in your body, in your place of work. For example, you come to work and it looks like your boss is not is not is not happy. See, some in, individuals would just say, "What have I done?" I hope I've not done something wrong. Oh, he shouldn't sack me. It's like he will sack me. It's like he will sack me. They start thinking it. They start saying it in them. It's like he will sack me. That, the more you confess and you accept that thing in your mind, you are bringing that thing to come to pass. So you must watch what you say as a child of God. Sometimes even what we say contradicts our prayers. You see an individual that is broke. Pray to God, Lord, I can't be broke. Lord, your word says that you will supply my needs according to your riches in glory. Lord, by, by faith, by faith and your word, I pray that I am rich. I receive money. Money coming to me. Lord, I believe it. In Jesus' name. Now, after praying, the devil may just set out somebody somewhere, somewhere. And the person may just say, Please, can you help me with 500 naira? Either consciously or consciously, you hear that individual saying, I don't have money. But you were the one that just prayed and confessed that you have money. Money coming to me. Money coming to me. And now you are contradicting what you have said. You are not saying your, your response to that person should be, I will give you that money later. Or you say, I am rich in Jesus' name. Or you say, hold on by his grace. I will provide that money. But the fact is that what I'm saying is that you shouldn't say, I am broke. I don't have money. Oh, I don't have money. Oh, they've not paid me. Now, by the time you, 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 you start confessing consciously or unconsciously, you are contradicting the prayer points you have raised. Remember I said, the Bible said, you know, the righteous shouldn't say, I am sick. So the Bible also said it, made it clear. The righteous shouldn't say. That is to say that even if you feel sick, it is wrong for you to say, I am sick. So the password for positive things is positive confession. So you must be Conversant, you must be, you must be used to saying things the way God wants you to see them. It is, it should be that way because it is the will of God. It is God's wish that we prosper in all things and be in good health. Even as our soul prospers, 
It is the will of God. It is God's utmost desire that we be like Him, we speak like Him, we talk like Him, we believe what He believes. Now, the secret to a successful, fulfilled life is seeing things the way God sees them, talking the way God talks, and think reason the way God reasons. No wonder the Bible says, let this mind be in you, just as it is in Christ Jesus. So you must confess God's word. You must confess God's word by his stripes. Lord, your word says, I am healed. Every ulcer is disappearing now. I command you out. The Bible says, I am healed. So, I am healed. I am healed. I am healed. I don't feel pain. I don't feel pain. By the time you begin to confess. Now, the truth is that from the beginning, it may seem like nothing is happening. But be consistent. Be constant with the confession. Be constant with it. Keep saying it. Keep saying that. Keep confessing. And you will see results. Now, I want us to understand this. The difference between a lie and confession. You know, there are some uh, persons did because they don't have the knowledge of what confession is all about. They sometimes make mistakes between a lie and confession. For example, if you come to me and you ask me, are you sick? Ordinarily, for example, I feel sick. As, a, as an individual, as a human being, for, for example, uh, maybe I, I feel sick. Now, and I am asked, are you sick? Everyone that knows you are sick would want you to say, yes, so I am sick. I have typhoid or I have malaria. But now, people think you are lying or they will just accept that you are lying when you say, no. I am not sick. So, so they see that as lie. Were you the one that uh, were you not the one that just said you were sick? Were you not the one that, that just said said I, I should get you drugs? Why now you're saying you are not sick? And they may not understand that you have taken the step of it to accept the fact that you can be sick or that you are not sick. It is not also wrong to say you feel sick or it is wrong to say I am sick. You can say you feel sick but you are healed. It is not wrong to say you feel sick but you are healed or you felt sick but that you are healed. A lie is deception that's the difference between a lie and a confession a lie is what we call deception webster's dictionary defines a lie as a statement that one knows as false especially with intent to deceive a lie is actually the opposite of truth 
whatsoever God says in his word is true. There are still uncountable testimonies of miracles and signs and wonders. Miracles are only real when you believe in God's word. That you have not received answers to your prayers does not make God a liar or the Bible untrue. No, some people will pray. They will just pray and trust God for healing. Yes, sometimes it comes instantly. But you need patience. So when they don't feel any, when they don't notice any sign, feel any sign, they begin to doubt themselves. God has never lied. And he cannot start lying because of you. If you are sick and you say by his stripes I am healed, yet you still feel the symptoms 100%. Like I said before, it doesn't make your confession false. The sickness may be a fact, but God can change it completely. When you pray, keep confessing to keep your faith from wavering. God has never lied. Have that one in mind. And God cannot lie. Even from the very beginning. His words are true. Speak your faith against all lies of the enemies. Yes. You see, the devil can only progress if you allow him. When the lying symptoms of depression come, don't talk negatively by speaking what you feel. But rather let God be true and your feelings a lie. Confess God's word daily. Now, there is a man called Austin. Austin came, came to the church. You know, he had a skin disease on his belly. He went to several hospitals and took all kinds of antibiotics in his quest to get healed but to no avail. Austin was actually told that the skin disease may be a spiritual attack so he decided to go what? Spiritual. He decided to attend some churches all to no avail. Austin's friend invited him to his church, his own personal church. At first, this man felt reluctant, but as his friend persisted, he decided to follow him. Austin was served Holy Communion and was ministered to. Now, after church service, Austin went home full of faith. He slept off and saw the man of God in the dream who prayed for him again. As soon as Austin woke up, he couldn't find the disease anymore. Looking for solution there and there may not solve your problem. But when you keep on persisting, asking God for your healing, it is, a, it, it is assured that you will be healed. The only thing is, 
let us as individuals learn how to confess. Learn how to talk to God. So a lie is a deception and not God's word. Why confession is declaring God's promises upon your life. A lie is a statement known to be false. God's word has never been proven to be false. Confession is calling things that do not exist into existence. A lie is an assertion that is shown to be false. Why confession is a way of building our faith. Doubting God's word makes one feel tied to or feel lied to because you may not receive anything. Confession is repeating what God says concerning your life. Repeating what God says concerning your life. You that wants to go, that wants to go far in life, mind the way you talk. Mind the things you say. Mind the things you say. And you will see good results. There are actually negative confessions and positive confessions. Choose your words wisely. Run away from individuals who are negative, who speak negative. Like I said that yesterday. I said, run away from negative individuals. Embrace positive individuals. Individuals who seek, who, who, who are trusting God for, for, for the next level in life. Confess God's word. Keep confessing God's word. Open the scripture. Keep confessing God's word. So you may not know maybe what you're passing through today is actually based on your confession. May it be based on your confession. Speak positively. Confess positively. Confess rightly. For that the Bible says, I give unto you power to tread on serpent and scorpions. That is the power of your words. And over all the power of the enemy. Have you wondered why some individuals they don't spend time praying for people to get healed? They will just say, be healed in the name of Jesus. That person will be healed instantly. They will just talk to the devil. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. The devil is rebuked immediately. It is because there is power in confession. There is power in spoken words. So whatever way you want to shape your life, shape your life and your destiny with your words. Nobody should call you a blockhead, a dead man, a loser, a failure. Immediately you hear that, it is your duty to immediately change such declaration, such decrees, such words, because they have power. That is a spirit attached to words. So when you proclaim something, it is manifesting instantly. You may not see the manifestation now, but the fact is that it manifesting, it builds, it grows. Words do grow. Before
before it manifests. I want to urge us this afternoon to speak positively. To speak positively. And I tell you, your life will not remain the same. The more you speak positively, the more you see positive results. The more you speak rightly, the more you speak right result. The more you the more you speak rightly, the more you see, you, you see positive result. Result that will that will enable you to testify, to testify of God's goodness in your life. So one of the ways to be like God, to operate like your father God, is to talk like him. And as you do that, the Lord will bless you in Jesus. The Father, I thank you. I give you praise. I will exalt your name. But whoever listening to me now, we always confess positively and see positive results. Thank you, Father, for your word that gives life. Thank you, Father, for your word that gives life. Let your name be glorified. In Jesus' wonderful name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. My name is Pastor Jukes Francis. I am happy. I am happy once more that I have shared God's word with you. It is a privilege to share God's word with you. Thank you very much. God bless you. My name is Pastor Francis Jukes Geneka. God bless you.